And welcome to Discover uh, just an intro here to a special episode uh, with a special guest, and we'll just drop in um, kind of midstream. Uh, but uh, it's a good uh, Discover Us, and hope you enjoy. Yeah, just about um, that sense of history as a as part of locating myself in in time and space and geography and and the sense of the missing pieces. There are some pieces that are there as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's to be able to ask that and, and experience that. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of a judgmentally. That's great. Yeah, I, I resonate with what you're saying. theme of orientation to place and time and uh, history and, and the many layers of history. How are you with um, locating yourself spatially and magnetically, like north-south, that type of thing? if you can elaborate on that question <laughs> normally north you know and yeah yeah I, um so i'm facing west right now um, oh, so, so do you know that by landmarks or or intrinsically or both according to just, just in the way you experience it Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know if I can make that distinction. I, I just, I, I know that I'm facing West. I know this is, I'm facing the place where the sun tends to set. And I notice that um, it's dark now. Um, but yeah, generally I do during the course of the day, um, see when the sun is out, like there's a, and especially in the winter and at this um, latitude, there's that, that part of me that notices um, and tracks the sun mm. through the course of the day. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been, the sun has set for several hours now, so um, less apparent. It's just I, I know habitually where I am uh, in this house, and it's, yeah, sitting in front of the west-facing window. Yeah, I think I've excluded that capacity a little bit. So that's interesting to let that be however it is, even if it's a in seed form. <laughs> right. um, yeah, I've even heard it said that that um mag there's a magnet magnet. Magnetic is a sense. Um, certain people 
are so good at orienting that um, they get confused about left and right even. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. That is, yeah. Yeah, and, I, and there's a, a little bit of a ping there. Um, I'm not sure I'm really good at orienting myself. I have, yeah come out of subway stations in another city and uh, it's amazing I can kind of get around. Um, I, I'm usually exactly off by 180 degrees, but, <laughs> you know, and just have some, some sense of like, I've, I've gotten to train stations on time out of sheer, I'm not, I'm not sure what, but I guess there's probably some quiet sense either I have in the back of my kind of, you know, somewhere in my memory, uh, uh, unconscious sort of lay of the land, <laughs> some, um, uh, you know, a, a way of mapping um, a place, you know, that, that isn't home. Um, but it's, it's not as conscious as, uh, as folks I do know that are really excellent navigators. But yeah, that's uh, interesting. That, there are folks that just sense the magnetic um, difference, magnetic north, or it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm feeling more ground as you were saying that. And that capacity is kind of coming forward, but then it feels that there's a, like a protective response. Or like it, like it feels like an exposure in some way. Um, so that's interesting. The protective response. Mm -hmm. And and what did you say just after that? That it's uh, exposing. Oh, exposing in some way. Yeah. Like it risks exposure somehow. I don't know, maybe on an animal level, even though it would probably be safer to be oriented as an animal. I don't know. Is there an impulse? Oh, cool question. Not sure. There is the curiosity to to keep stepping into that, and then there's another impulse to to draw back. That's familiar to me, actually. Yeah. And then there's feeling, uh, you know, slightly ashamed of uh, admitting that. <laughs> I guess that can be uh, uh, included as well. Yeah, I'm just sensing in to all, all of that in myself. Coming forward with something and then kind of retract, you know, retreating a little, and then, yeah, that that's uh, 
sense of that being gauged somehow <laughs> or evaluated or there is more of a sense of earth or ground that is it's kind of like it's allowing the ground to kind of come up from underneath and uh join the party with so much media and tech it's easy to lose ground so yeah i'm just um noticing um different sensations or, um, kind of in the I don't know, upper chest thymus area, a bit of either tension or vibration. And as you talk about ground, just sensing the ground and also places where I, I can feel myself wanting to lift up in a way. Testing the safety of ground even. Yeah, and as I say that, there's uh, a bit of a bit um, more relaxation comes forward, um, as well as a sort of pulsation. Uh, yeah, it's funny the um, uh, the upper world, the uh, the the above ground away from. In the ground world kind of noticed the ground and then went oh, okay and went back to what it was doing <laughs> you know up in the up in the third floor but uh the idea of meeting the ground and having a conversation and getting to know it was just kind of occurred oh that could be a thing <sighs> yeah, there's something about that, um, a description of that, that interaction that just feeling that possibility and some part of me relaxes um, and then just feeling that kind of flood of current um, sort of running through me and, and attempting to connect to ground maybe, yeah, through my legs. Um, and yeah, just feeling where it might be challenging because I'm sitting cross-legged <laughs> and um, a little bit kind of, I don't know, <laughs> uh, folded. My legs are kind of folded in each other, so it's, it's actually hard to sense that and just feeling inspired to lengthen, stretch out. And really feeling something in my left shoulder, just, it's like a pinch that's really drawing my attention. Right now as I speak. Well, it can, uh, it can speak in shoulder language. Um, I'd like to. I'm, I'm curious now what ground language is like. Mm. Yeah, just, yeah, there's something um, 
something that opens up when I hear that question. It's, oh, we can write papers about the ground and do research, or which is fine. Or we can actually talk to the ground and listen and this image let, of let, let ground be ground. Putting the ear to the ground, that saying, just that. <laughs> Vibrations of thing. Yeah, wordless language. Feels feels supportive and reassuring and kind of gently humorous. Hmm. Feels a, a little bit like the 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 ants in the Lord of the Rings. Hmm. The, the true shepherds. Lovely ants. Um. Mm, don't be hasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have that kind of lilting kind of language, like kind mm -hmm. of deep and. Um. I've always liked walking south. Feels like going. Feels like walking downhill. <laughs> Yeah, that's some soothing to hear. Uh, walking downhill, <laughs> and that that cadence is soothing. But I'm in a very gentle slope, you know. There's some part of me that's shy about the ground. It's familiar and ever present, <laughs> but um, yeah, just a, that part of me that doesn't want to hurt it. Um, huh. Even though, you know, there are a lot of times I don't think about that at all, <laughs> but, but now that I'm conscious of the ground. Um, and then that, that longing just to have bare feet and walk on the earth and then the, and then the horror of it at the same time <laughs> that they're living creatures you know um, and uh, creepy crawlies and the, the sort of it's all yeah it's comforting familiar and that sense of the unknown or that I you know could hurt something as, as I'm walking on the grass. Some, <laughs> an ant. Um, oh, I wonder how the ground, we could ask the ground how it responds to that.
Yeah, it seems less precious. <laughs> How's that for, for that part of yourself? It's just, um, I think it relaxes a little bit that idea of the ground doesn't really feel like, oh yeah, you're separate from me. Or, you know, one ant or many ants. It's just um, a sense of it just part of life. Like the, you know, there's comings and goings and movement and, Yeah, sense like, oh, you're paying attention. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a, yeah, I have a, a reply to the ground from the, you know, the third floor saying, well, well, we feel like we're not, <clears throat> you know, ground people. We don't work on the ground, you know, it seems like the domain of farmer permaculture, you know, types. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm being the ground at this point and, and, you know, there's like a kind of What? <laughs> There's a, oh yes, the, the folks that work with, on me directly and, you know, do all sorts of things um, <laughs> to my, to the surface. And then life happens. And things mm. die and things get folded up again. To you know, into my substance. So how, <clears throat> how does ground respond to the, you know, the sky dwellers? Yeah, I'm just. Uh, Huh. Oh yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, there are folks that just have less contact with me. I mean, they're, they have contact anyway. They, they're also part of me. They're not separate. Yeah, I think it's going to an early place for me may not be about, you know, the earth, but just generally about um, not being part of a group. Okay. 
or not being part of something. Curious how old you are. I'm not sure, but you know, definitely uh childhood or adolescence. Or maybe different versions of it in different ages. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's sort of familiar. <laughs> and uh, I think there's a narrative, kind of a cultural meme of, you know, oh, we're so disconnected from the earth and, you know, it's just, it's just our culture and it's just how it is and, you know, we suck and yeah try to reconnect with the earth and you're just like this larping poser probably so yeah. um, it's just not the thing anymore um, yeah i can feel uh sort of similar <laughs> I think when the notion of groups and identities kind of come in into the into the mix and uh, yeah just um, those parts that that um, categorize or judge or you know myself um, the yeah, just here I am using tons of plastic, <laughs> plastic bags and disposables and, and, uh, and I don't garden anymore or, you know, don't have access in a way that I might have at one point. Um, and then, yeah, just, just seeing the kind of identities and groups. So, so yeah, the permaculture people, I know, and the, you know, yeah, just farmers and, and yeah, there's like a kind of, um, to each their own kind of subculture and, right. and then, you know, the, my questions, like I, I have like a range of, of responses, um, where I'm, I'm looking for belonging and not quite feeling, you know, I belong some, somehow in some ways and not in others. And, uh, and then just really not being part of it in the end. I had been, but yeah, just, just sort of all, the whole range, um, where I might be kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, not kumbaya enough or <laughs> I know um right yeah I've had that experience of you know 
yeah, lots of different flavors of that. But yeah. Or I'm not radicalized enough, or or I am radicalized, you know, compared to someone else. Um, or I'm very minimalist, you know, in some ways. I, you know, or or yeah, the accidental um, kind of I'm accidentally green <laughs> for for just having a lack of resources. <laughs> so, <laughs> just. <laughs> I don't drive. It's not, it's not a virtue. <laughs> I just don't know how. <laughs> so, um, but but if you're in those groups <laughs> and you're looking at me, you're like, oh wow, that's admirable. I I don't. I have the some of the same clothes I've had since my twenties because <laughs> you know, um, yeah, <laughs> just because. <laughs> And yeah, and there's ways where I'm, um, I, yeah, just notice all the differences that I, I might have. And then, um, you know, I, I'm not, I don't know, now not really seed saving, um, I don't know, <laughs> fermenting. <laughs> Uh, working a piece of land and and using any of those eyes, those lenses, except for the times I do. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, and at the same time, it's like, oh, I guess it'd be good if we all grew our food. It's like, God, I mean, I love gardening, but God, the idea of having having to produce my own food for survival seems awful. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I guess the sense of, um, my family <laughs> comes up and, uh, on one hand, the sort of peasant part of me and them and, um, but also glad in some ways glad to be free and then nostalgia all in one fell swoop. Um, yeah, it's a whole mix of things. <laughs> but yeah, that that accidentally green. <laughs> you know, you can have all the markers, but but secretly, <laughs> you don't want those markers at all. Um, yeah. Well, we still have credibility, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've washed my hair with, with baking soda and and you know apple cider vinegar, or I've used rye flour instead of shampoo to wash my hair. Yes, I've, I've, etc. Uh, <laughs> etc. Et I I eat weeds. I yes, I do that. Um, and yeah, I'd, um, some of it willingly, and some of it because out of sheer. Uh, necessity mm -hmm. and and some of it out of pleasure um, all, all of it all of it well maybe you're just living in the future <laughs> I don't know why uh, that frightens that. me 
<laughs> or being, you know, at the vanguard without having to try. <laughs> just, just here from, yeah, just just circumstances and. Uh, yeah, there's a whole mix of, of uh, reactions. Um, the the one that you know sees people um, in Earth ships, and there's a mix of of uh, that's cool, and then and disdain and contempt, <laughs> like. Um, just like, you know, somehow it offends my sensibilities. Um, and then there's also relief, all, all of the, everything. Um, that hobbit home that I want to run away screaming from. Oh, because it's all a little bit too precious and cool and performative. Yeah, or I, I, I think I have enough. Um, I'm informed by a whole other sensibility, and. Uh, oh, that's more urban and modern and. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, and I, I mean that's shifted, but yeah, just seeing there's still some some tension in just what I like normally and, you know, what green could be. Um, this is just me chatting. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm yeah, feeling. I'm yeah, I'm wanting to, to ask the ground what um, what relationship with ground is like, you know, up to the minute here. It it might be different than our our ideas. Yeah, there's a relaxation. There's that humor again. It's like a like a recognition of kind of how ridiculous people are. <laughs> how ridiculous we are. And just real capacity for feeling. Like yeah. Real, real sorrow, but also just really deep reservoirs of, of all kinds of feeling. 
I'm just feeling energy coursing and it just feels really quiet and direct. Um, there's probably grief there. It's coming. It's funny, there's a sense of having ground stolen from me, but then also being the stealer. notion that both of those could fully be there that's that's novel to me Yeah, it's something like from the ground, you know, just get to know me, you know, as you are, where you are on this day in history. I feel like I'm watching a fast stop, like um, time lapse. Um, um, how so? Yeah, just like so that it's like this the ground which is uh, which has movement, but it's like it ten, I mean it can have sudden movement, I guess, like earthquakes. Um, but there's a the stability of the ground, um, at least what looks stable for us because our sense of time is different uh, than the Earth, um, and just seeing like. And there's the ground, you know, seeing movement, uh, and I'm just seeing you know, people rush, build, build things. You know, night falls, everyone sleeps. People kind of scurry around, run. There's different activities. Some folks have more interaction directly with the with the ground. Some some don't, but it's all kind of in this. The sphere of the ground is always, it's always there and present. Like, kind of like a time lapse photography or video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, just like a lot of stills, you know, like one after the other, after the other, after the other. It's like not continuous, it's like kind of interrupted. sped up and then going forward in time and then back in time that that's a possibility and the ground is still there in the sense that um, nothing gets privileged over anything else. Mm. 
uh, have that sense as well. And there's, yeah, there's interest with that, you know, like kind of like little creatures like crawling out of the trees and kind of coming down. Maybe like animated creatures. Like in an old Disney animated movie or something. <laughs> so yeah, there's a part of me that's seeing that happen in a very, even in a dense urban environment. And that happening in the forest. That happening in a jungle. Um. Yeah, that, that early place in me still has questions about um, groups work. If there are different groups, you know, how do you delineate them? How do they get along? Child questions. like for this for that child and the questions to be seen and heard the ground is is replying that there's yeah groups are a thing and there's a lot of different ways that that can look so so what's that like And the child finds that more accessible. I just thought of um, the first instruction if you ever uh, get lost out in the wilderness in the backcountry. Um, and and really don't know where you are uh the first thing to do is to just grip the earth and then and then everything you need to survive or you know survive the night or whatever it is is probably you know within 5200 yards of you but step one is just to grip the earth you know, with your hands. <sighs> it's relieving.
helps to orient. Is it going to help to have some kind of representatives, you know, some individuals that are direct earth, you know, emissaries to come and kind of help the kid, be company for the kid? that the animals might be a version of that. There's also a kind of a, you know, hale, hardy, woodsman, you know, type people. Mm. Kind of like, hey, the woods aren't so scary and we can show you around. Something like that. Or they're just even around, you know, doing doing ground kind of stuff. I see that woodsman and then I also get um, memories of, of, uh, of people I know that are comfortable in the woods that spend a lot of time um, that if I were to walk um, and point at a plant they more often than not know what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just having that those woods wood uh woods eyes. <laughs> like land legs, a particular kind. Yeah, I've known those those folks too. I've spent time with, you know, plant guides, you know, and never seems to stick. <laughs> mm. Yeah, for me, some things stick and some things to work. I'd have to work at it <laughs> in order for it to stick. Uh, okay, I think the difference is that um, it's my, uh, uh, I guess, the areas of myself that, um, that aren't really familiar with that or drawn to that or trying to do it 
which would be different than just actually identifying the places in myself that are and, and getting to know them. And that those can be located in me as well as in other people. And that the, you know, the woods people would actually want to talk to me. And just how it feels exposing to go into a, an unfamiliar environment. Actually, that feels a little different having done that. that the feeling and picture of like dropping out of the, the trees and onto the ground, you know, kind of in a young and kind of nimble way. I feel like I'm in the woods and just Noticing the canopy and the mosses, rocks. Lichen, and just that really particular light, quality of light. It's funny, I used to go out in the woods a lot. Um, but I would get bored of the trails really quick. Yeah. And I would find little side trails and go off on them. Um, then I started getting poison oak all the time. Oh, no. And it got so bad that I eventually kind of stopped. Oh. I haven't been out as much since that happened. Kind of got out of the habit. Right. I, uh, I do that as well, except I... I haven't gotten poison oak <laughs> here. I guess it's poison ivy. Um, and, in, and now Lyme disease, <laughs> like the, the ticks have kind of arrived. And so it's just less, um, less of a tendency to do that. I kind of, yeah, I, I love doing that. Just sometimes even just bushwhacking <laughs> or finding, love finding those like you know they're they're like one person with trails just oh sometimes that people kind of cut through or um or even or even deer trails yeah 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 i i, I love that love doing that but yeah just there's a, I don't know, sadness, um, can no longer do that at this point. Uh, and, and yeah, that, that sense of like, I don't know, kind of extra caution, um, because of, because of the deer trails are exactly where you would get 
Lyme disease ticks. <laughs> so, I, I can't, yeah, it's less innocent. I can't, can't walk in there with just, um, you know, uh, like hiking sandals. I'd have to cover and, and be constantly checking. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So. Yeah, it feels sad. Yeah, I'm feeling that too. Now oh, we can check and see how the ground, how ground responds. I feel like it might have a capacity to, I don't know what the right word is, but to absorb or match or hold or something like that to, uh, you know, grief or sadness or I guess whatever it might be. Yeah, there's a, a sense of that every um, all the the states are okay in the woods. Um, you know, grief is okay. Yeah, just. That experience of it's it's um, when when there's rain and storm it just doesn't feel as harsh in the woods. Um, just that sense of yeah, just softness. Um, there's also a sense now of what um, cities or just the built environment might look and most importantly feel like 
when they are made and inhabited more in conversation with ground. And then it's that it wouldn't be like our ideas, you know, necessarily. The ground has a bit of ground has a bit of mischief to it, you know. It, hmm. Discovering it, it it undoes our ideas, or you know, it's always subverting what's there, even as it you know, maintains it. But it doesn't feel like there are particular rules of you know if you're a sky dweller that you're not on the ground or that you can't be in conversation with ground. Yeah. Because it is. Because <laughs> I, especially tall buildings, they have, they have to be tethered. Yeah, they're, they're, they are in conversation with the ground. Actually, <laughs> this whole structure, you know, needs to kind of flex. <laughs> or there's, yeah, there's just ways that, that they're, they, yeah, they, they have. Earthquakes, uh, that the phenomena behind, anyway, like that, the tech, oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, and gear built in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The materials are of the ground. The concrete is of the ground. The metals of the ground, like. There's really nothing that's not of the ground. So, yeah. Yeah, and also what the what the next generations of materials and architecture and design and how that might look and feel like. You know, and that food can be grown, you know, vertically in the city. You know, with, with UV lights or so many different ways to do it now. And just having a circular society. in terms of its design, where there's the project is to, to, to design out anything that would be thrown away or would be harmful as far as the materials. And that wouldn't be, you know, 
green. It would just be normal. <laughs> it wouldn't be a particular group signifier. And just kind of going through the experience to qualitatively what it's like to actually be on the ground there, like, it, like being on the forest, sitting on you know, a beach, the earth, mm. and then sitting in a you know, tall skyscraper. And then that question of is that, uh, that, yeah, that qualitative, uh, there's less difference <laughs> in vertical gardens or just materials we use. The, but yeah, that just that, the bare senses. Um, the skyscraper, the air is recirculated. Kind of hermetic, hermetically sealed, because <laughs> the st structure needs it to be that way. Um, or are you talking contemporary skyscrapers? Yeah, yeah, like an actual like, yeah. like hyper hyper tall skyscraper. The windows have to be sealed, and they can't you can't open a window in those places. Oh yeah. Well, right, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and just what the experience of taking these like elevators that get you to the, I don't know, 100th floor, <laughs> whatever, 80th floor, uh, and then, you know, getting off that floor and getting onto another set of elevators that take you up even higher, like kind of into the cloud line. that experience and then and then being in the in a tree house let's say we're seeing um one day i would love to see a sequoia <laughs> or a redwood like i guess i have but a redwood, not sequoia, but um, yeah just just to be in a redwood forest like that It's funny when I used to go out more often. Um, I would really go out, you know, for a long time, and and that was kind of how I would do it. So the idea of just going for a walk, you know, briefly feels unsatisfying or sort of less than or something. I can relate to that. <laughs> In a way, yeah, where where I could duck it, duck out for about twenty minutes, and end up at the river and in a 
it doesn't in my head I tell myself that's not enough and so I may stay shut in in the you know in a house on the second floor um, in in a kind of <laughs> where there's a kind of urban environment um, but I could walk and for 20 minutes and not be in that and uh, it's still urban but yeah, just that, that, uh, that's not enough. It's oh, that's funny. I, I thought I was the only one who did that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I, I do that as well. Usually at least what people I know say is, you know, if you have 10 minutes, you know, you get a walk in or you get outside. So. Yeah, I hear that, and that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> um, and I suppose the, yeah, the, the times when that's successful, uh, and then I, you know, then I forget um, because I have this ideal somehow. Mm -hmm. should be. Right. right. I had a moment there of feeling known, seen and known by ground. Just in the, the ridiculousness of, of being human. But, but the idea of what ground is saying or what it means is one thing that's different than what ground is actually saying in its own in its own tongue. How relieving to hear that. It can be really straightforward. Yeah, I think I think it is. Yeah. I think it's right there to be more um, kind of less special or exotic and more just normal. Yeah. Yeah. Evident and Like it doesn't require prerequisites or anything like that. It's just, it's just, uh, you know, one, one of the, uh, one of the people in the conversation. to be different than excluding it or kind of fetishizing it. Mm. Yeah. There's like a recognition of it. If just, it's, uh, it, yeah, it's actually
controlled presence. Yeah, that that feels different. My shoulders let down there. Yeah, and just feeling all the ways I've I've um, I mean, there's an impulse to, you know, be on the ground <laughs> and and to get outside and to just just have a very kind of direct um, knowing. And the times I have, and yeah, but there's all all this, you know, all these different voices and overlays. making it a thing, making it precious, making it <laughs> uh, feeling guilty, you know, that I'm not, uh, and really it doesn't, none of that's really necessary. I wonder if that's just going to be a normal or if it is just a available and evidence in the kind of the next or the newer perspective world. It's, you know, might be waiting for us to, to move into it. Yeah, I just get the sense of every, every, yeah, just it's um, like including a person you have include not included before in a in a conversation, and it changes everything. Right. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, that that really pinged on my end. And um, yeah, it immediately went to a, an adversarial place, as in, oh, this is something that's other people need to get, or this would make me different than other people, and so that there's conflict to brace for, there's you know better than or worse than. Uh, The way you were just saying it felt like an alternative to all that. I had this image of like putting a blanket on the on the ground and having it like that kind of checked um, blanket, like a, like a picnic blanket. <laughs> just you know, just having a meal or yeah.
and that invitation of all those parts. Oh, I think there's another early, early place about finding something and then losing it or making a mistake. Something like, well, if you lose it, then it never comes back. Or, you know, or if I make a mistake, then it's over and I am banished from the, the group or... You know, when the adults are trying to, you know, comfort the kid or tell them that that's not really the case, but it's not really working, not really what the kid needs. What does the kid need? I'm not sure. Seems like Crown can provide it. Or an adult that is, you know, in conversation with Crown. I guess the experience of finding or being found again after losing or, uh, or getting lost. And I guess, as far as making a mistake, I guess that the emotions are real. You know, like the child is very upset and mistakes feel astronomical. I guess ground knows that or the child can experience that being known. Yeah, that that feel that that changes it. Yeah, it's a uh relaxes 
And then there's a rage that that wasn't there before. Yeah, and also a rage and a frustration about the harm to the earth and the harm to ourselves. And, you know, when it would have been possible to just be in a, in a reciprocity of the earth and not having it be a big deal. And that there's effects of that now that are going to be indelible. Yeah, it's so interesting. I'm, like I'm, I'm hearing it, and I feel I have felt it, and and there's a. Right now, feels surprisingly neutral, um, which worries me <laughs> this moment. But I mean, it doesn't really worry me. But yeah, just I, I hear all that, and that's yeah. Um, yeah, just sensing. Yeah, that's nice. That actually offers. Feels like more, more perspective or more, more company. Because I've got that, that young place that, um, you know, lives in the single perspective world. And so, you know, everything is kind of them. So. There's harm, then it's their fault or it's them. Right, right. Yeah, and, and just just feeling into those places where that's also true for me. their fault and then but yeah oh and that right that, that, that's what happens so an individual experience then broadens out and generalizes to you know to a group or to everyone you know like oh we're we're like this you know humans are like this or, or they're like this Hmm. And trying on that, that perspective world. 
makes uh, yeah, it makes sense. It feels a little embarrassing, embarrassing or something to have it revealed that that's, you know, might not be an accurate perception. And how that's extrapolated from, a, from an early experience that got distorted. There's also, I just thought of Greta Thunberg. <laughs> um, there's also kind of clarity from that perspective. Um, like, a, yeah. That single perspective is just crystal clear <laughs> and it's it's it, it serves in a way. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. Yeah, on my end, I was finding that. Um, that that experience of that being revealed. Following that, it was possible to kind of come back, you know, come back down the ladder, mm. you know, that, that that you climbed to the general, the generalization ladder. Okay. You can actually just climb back down it, you know, straightforward way. They can also get foggy, you know, halfway down. You actually can't see the ground. It's a thick fog, even though you might be, you know, two rungs away. <laughs> mm -hmm. You think you're going to fall to your death. <laughs> two rungs away. Yeah, I, I, I was, when you were describing that um, climbing down the ladder, I think the image I was seeing as I saw that, but also just um, the single perspective lens. <laughs> so for me, it's like the actual like, like this lens, like this almost like cone, like an ear cone, but for like your eye. Um, oh, that's funny. And then so you can just like put it in your eye, you know, and just kind of focuses things and and. Um, it allows a particular kind of uh, impulse, a way of being in the world, a way, you know, um, 
ways of acting because of that that lens and you take you drop that lens and then you see you see more and it's more complex but it can be overwhelming so like an ear trumpet but but for your eye yeah Yes, a telescope or something, but more cone-like, you know? Right. Um, yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to, to uh, realize or kind of separate someone like Greta. It's interesting that having her in the mix. Yeah. She's got this utter clarity and and it's a, one particular position, you know. Um it's just as it's just her clarity popped popped in my head. Just her as a figure. And of course she's more than that. <laughs> She's more than I, I know, because I actually don't know her. Um, but yeah, as a figure. Yeah, maybe she's, maybe she lives in that kind of conversation with ground. Mm. It's just something that's evident and accessible and then she's a little perplexed why everyone else isn't seeing that you know yeah yeah <laughs> evident to her yeah it may, may not be accurate but it may be utterly accurate but it also excludes <laughs> but utterly accurate both and or or that imagining of her experience may not be accurate exactly <laughs> i'm conjecturing i don't i don't know i don't know what her experience is at all she just turned 18. oh wow she's a young woman mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, well, I guess it'd be legal to, to listen for, you know, our own version of the quality that she, that she kind of uh, embodies. Yeah. Don't have to only put it on her. I've, uh, yeah, that actually sort of brings in memories where I, I, I might have had some, some quality of that that's in me. Or, or do, do, yeah. Yeah, it feels like at least partly the thing of looking around with fresh eyes at everything. 
kind of independently of whatever the the norms are. The, the social consensus happens to be. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know, just that it's like, why we do, why do we do that? That, yeah, it's not, not good. Yeah, okay, so I think there's confusion on my end about one area is to, or one thing is to kind of tune in and be part of, you know, the group, the group norm. That, 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 that's a thing. It's fine and, and essential. And then the other thing of the capacity to see different than that and uh and stay in that perception that is different than the current norm and that that also gets to be a, a capacity but those feel those feel all mushed together or that one, you know, one's against the other, or... Right. I think that's having some kind of effects <laughs> in my, uh, my inner society here. Yeah, now there's now there's little kid impulses that I guess in adults is you know irritability, which <laughs> is you know I don't want to I don't want to do this or you know I don't want to brush my teeth or just you know whatever like like you're ugly or <laughs> you know just un unvarnished impulses. Uh, yeah. Um, but that there's room for those to be to fully be a thing oh and if they're not known you know as what they are then they become shadow fodder later on You know, where you join a group where you can be transgressive and then it gets out of hand. As we've seen in our politics, culture. 
think you were saying earlier, part of you that was rebellious or you've been feeling rebellious. Yeah. Uh, opposition. Yeah. yeah, just even seeing um, maybe period, not, not so much anymore, but periods in my life where I, I do have that streak of rebellion right now that, that I don't want to brush my teeth. <laughs> about various things um, or I can make a mess because <laughs> I can because I'm a grown-up now and <laughs> no one can tell me what to do <laughs> that 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 kind of thing um, but I was, I was just thinking of like um, periods in my life I was thinking of those folks who stormed um, capital uh, and my own version wouldn't have been that <laughs> but you know uh, it's like a mix of uh, Greta I don't know like like just seeing with stark clarity the way the culture is is um, in my interpretation, you know, like um, heading towards a, a crash and and then sort of that young part that doesn't want anything to do with that kind of, you know, with the mainstream culture and um, and that sense that, you know, like even being radical could be a, a thing um, that that it would be necessary that uh, yeah that somehow it's virtuous or you know things need to be changed uh, and this mm. is we just reject the um, prevailing you know prevailing norms prevailing uh, paradigm Oh, right. And that's an essential thing. Like yeah. Being able to recognize when things are right and they need to be changed. Yeah. And just this, um, seeing, yeah, seeing that the, that part of me that could be radical, could, that could act from a from, for me, it's like more like renunciation. Um, you know, of whatever, <laughs> the regular job, the, you know, like the house and mortgage, the <laughs> whatever, um, buying anything from a big box store, the, the, uh, um, yeah, you could, yeah. you could follow it as far as you want in whatever direction. Yeah. 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 And then. You know, is there some value that's similar or quality that's similar in the folks that stormed <laughs> Capitol Hill and me? Yeah, I think that, you know, that recognition that something's not right and that something needs to be done and then, um, and then, 
you know, letting all the particulars empty out. Seems recognizable. Yeah. yeah, there's a kind of all or nothing kind of thing, you know, like go big or go home <laughs> or. Um, Desperate times and desperate men. <laughs> like it's, they're sad. Um, yes, the uh, urgency. Yeah. Yeah, the urgency. Well, and and the the, ph the phenomenon of mob frenzy is its own thing. that's been in literature since, you know, Euripides or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then where in myself have I been part of a, a group? And even in a subtle way, participated in a kind of, um, for good or for, you know, or maybe it's more uh, kind of a gray zone in some cases, but like, yeah, just because we were in a group, we could mobilize and act um, and be directed and have a kind of power. Oh yeah, so that is a, that's a thing or a capacity. Yeah, it is. In and of itself. Yeah. The one joins the many, and the many have this power. When there's a, you know, a clear intent. Right, so I think, I'm thinking of times when I've been in groups that have done versions of that where, you know, we're going to do this thing that's necessary. Everyone will thank us later. We're going to convert people. Um, it's a mission. It's a crusade. But then also just the capacity of the phenomenon of group having more effect than individual. And that can be emptied of particulars and just be a thing in itself. Maybe that could have a conversation with ground. I was thinking of that. <laughs> what would that, what hap would happen then? that look like? It feels like a lot of people are kind of 
uh, having a, a, you know, the winds coming in from the the east instead of the west, and they're realizing that they're up on top of a ladder. Not sure how they got there, you know. <laughs> kind of going, oh, okay. Shrugging and climbing down. I interfered with it by describing it, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, I'm just just um, as you were describing that, I was the ground, um, or, or just testing what it would be like to be the ground, seeing people climb down the ladder. Feels like it could be more like a like a play structure, you know, where you climb up, but then you, you know, you swing on the monkey bars, or you can jump down, or get on the slide, or um, or you can fall, and the ground is forgiving. Mm. Something about that phrase that ground is forgiving. Yeah, just uh, what it's like to kind of jump from uh, high up on the play structure and then land on the ground, and the ground is forgiving. What that mean? wouldn't hurt as bad. Um, yeah, just feeling that phrase, the ground is forgiving. That uh, that capacity to let the particulars, the particular associations or the meanings, empty out of. Yeah. Uh, the the structures. That's gradually adding itself into the. The scene here. Oh, you could just have the capacity, the capability, or the thing that it could empty out of its history. 
And then there's the part of me like, is that really okay? <laughs> uh, totally. What is it like for the forms to empty themselves out of history? Or history empties out. And the forms are just empty of meaning. More like, you know, Bruce Lee. They're not they're not pre-biased. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a freedom, a freedom in that and the recognition that we assign all manner of things <laughs> to something. Or that, you know, that's another, another member of the the freaks and geeks in the conversation here. Mm. <laughs> well, how do you feel uh, relative to the beginning? Oh, gosh. Um... I can't remember where we began, so I guess I'll write. Yeah, more um, more open. Yeah. To yourself. Yeah, it feels like it's kind of transitioning from day to night. Right, right. We started with the West in orientation. Oh, uh, yeah. Meant to do that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, the, the mention of day to night, and I just thought of the sun setting. It brings it back to the beginning. Yeah, the thing about the ground being available for, for conversation as a normal thing. And, and ground is, is sort of empty of you know, bias or agenda, it feels like. So it can, you know, hold the mirror up to us. Nature holds holds the mirror up to us as much as we hold the mirror up to nature. Take that, Shakespeare. <laughs> but Shakespeare would probably agree. Yeah. Yeah, just sort of see the ground or nature and nature just 
having its movement and pulsations and our um, yeah either kind of in conscious constant you know the kind of uh in concert with it we're conscious of it or sometimes we're not and we have systems that um, and structures that have adapted um, so we can let that uh, conversation with nature go really 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 far into the background <laughs> and less in the foreground right so yeah it feels like it's more that you know like a, like it in the foreground or the you know, or way, 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 way in the background. Yeah, well, I guess if it, if it, when it feels like something's missing or not quite right, then we can ask and follow our noses and find at least some of what's what's needed or wanted. And that notion of group and then individual. Um, in conversation with nature. Oh, group, group and individuals. It'll feel all intermeshed to me, okay. or at least to that young place. So that's interesting. I think that helps to offer them as each unique. Yeah, that I can relate to that inter that that sense being intermeshed. You know, a real chance to really viscerally experience individual as a thing. And then group as a thing. And can go back and forth and can, you know, perceive and evaluate different groups and you know, choose which group you want to join or how you want to interact and be able to moderate and trust your own perceptions about, you know, how trustworthy a particular interaction is. And, um, but have the individual power to, to uh, regulate all that. There's so much gaslighting that happens when you're a kid. Feels like Crown could help de-de-gaslight us and can discover that our perceptions were actually accurate. 
invalid. And that gaslighting must happen to everyone. Yeah, I feel less sadness in that. Maybe even rage or anger. Um, on my end, right then, it was something about um, being able to perceive perceiving it in a simple way. It means perceiving why or how how that is and has been and is inevitable in a way um, and also perceiving how it wouldn't have to be like that in the future or you know even starting now i guess that it's not just you know an always thing Not, not a forever thing, or wouldn't have to be. Yeah, it feels like it's wrapping up, but there's a, after that, I'm noticing internally that it's not just the, the woods, the woodsmen and women, but the, uh, a lot of different people kind of, uh, you know, walking, walking into the into the, uh, the the place uh, that are I think it feels like they're filling in the gaps you know that we were talking about earlier right like oh well, we're the ones who belong in those spaces You know, there's like street sweeper lady and lunchbox guy and, you know, <laughs> you know, business woman and, you know, kind of uh, uh, 
you know, just different, different people who know how to do their thing. Traffic cop or whatever it is. The, the artist who does murals, you know, in the on buildings in the city or But something about that made it possible for them to to uh, to get in or where they weren't so able to before. When I was seeing them, I was seeing if they were, there was always a part of them in somehow, just didn't, wasn't aware. Oh, uh, that were already there? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's there's uh, people kind of setting up a stage or kind of putting up booths and preparing for a street fair kind of thing. Street fair parade. Yeah, that can kind of continue on its own, I guess. Well, uh, well, how are we doing? Should we uh, should we wrap it up there? Yeah, yeah, I think that that it's uh, it feels complete. Yeah.